we are also recording. All right. So Julie Burroughs. Yes, sir. I have some observations. Oh, I've got many with this vendor. You know that. Yeah, that's right. Well, don't get me faves, going. Don't get me faves. going. I remember when you, when you pointed ThoughtSpot out to me and, and we had our aha moment together. Oh, uh, my God. I mean, yeah. I, I'll never forget. Um, I, I had the call with the woman and I, we, we were thinking about becoming a ThoughtSpot partner. I can't remember her name now because this was about three years ago. And um, I was calling twofold to understand more about their products. And I was going to ask them to host a how to build visualizations event, sponsor it, right? Mm -hmm. and, and she goes, well, we don't really believe in visualizations at ThoughtSpot. And I went- yeah, and I'm like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> and I called, so I kind of, it got in a little bit on that call, right? And I hung up, I'm like, I immediately called Mike and I go, okay, you got to hear this, what I'm about mm -hmm. to tell you. And we went and we looked and we're like, this is, this was our aha moment 2020. So we, we late 2019, maybe um, it was our aha moment. And ever since mm -hmm. then, it's been our aha vendor. We um happy to tell you that we do a, even do a lot of work for their professional services organization, work closely with their commercial teams. This is our number one partner and we love them. Yep. You know, and, and so Self, the self-service wave came rolling through with the likes of Click and Tableau, Spotfire, right? Um, and they closed the gap, you know, without a doubt, you know, to enable, you know, savvy business people to interact with their data. But there was still a gap that was there. Uh, you know, if, if a leader or an operations manager or a regional manager or division manager of any business apps if they have a top of mind question, they had to wait to get an answer to it because mm -hmm. we had to go build the dashboard. Even if they had these slick that, you know, uh, self-service tools, I mean, that overcame business objects. My goodness, I remember that work. Um, but now uh, I can answer, I can show in your age. I can, right? I can <laughs> ask a top of mind question of a tool and get an answer. That's pretty cool. That's pretty right. cool. And I, I, that's a huge gap to close. So with that. Um, oh, I, I wanted to say one more thing. My favorite story about ThoughtSpot. Mm -hmm. when, we, when we took on ThoughtSpot, we had to go through, it, it was this training that we had to go through. They called it the whiteboard. And if you've been around ThoughtSpot long enough, you, you, you guys are laughing because I see some of the ThoughtSpot team on here. But it talks about, you know, how when you're building these visualizations, like in Tableau, you have this worker bee, you know, that works over on the data team and IT office or whatever. And he goes over to the business unit and he says, so what do you want? And then, and then, and they meet, he goes back four or five days later, you know, he's developed some type of visualization. He goes back and the business says, no, 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 no. That's not what I want. He goes back. And so all of this going back and forth, it takes a lot of time. Right. And then right the, the next thing that you present, learn to whiteboard your customer is the Gartner report that states only 21% of all visualizations are adopted by the business. The rest are thrown out the window. Mm -hmm. And I just went, holy cannoli. So um, holy cannoli, that's not the word you normally use. Well, I know <laughs> <laughs> this is a PG rated marathon. Uh, uh, friendly, friendly uh, webinar. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, I'm sorry, I'm running off at okay. the mouth on this one, but it is, it's truly a, a the thought spot is a differentiator. We call it B3, but you know, you just, um, 
I, I heard it the other day, and I don't know if I'm going to say it right, but Nat, one of our favorite reps over at ThoughtSpot, said that he was talking to a guy that I think was from Morgan Stanley, and he said, you know, I had my team that kept, you know, the operational BI alive, you know, and everything like that. But then I had a whole nother team that just sat there and waited for people to ask questions. So off questions, right? And he said, if I would have had ThoughtSpot back then, I could have eliminated the resource costs of just having to answer one question and give it to, you know, the people that were asking. And I was, there's another aha moment with ThoughtSpot. So this is amazing stuff. And the team at, at, um, at ThoughtSpot is amazing too. Cindy Housen, who is their evangelist. Um, Mike has worked with her at TDWI years ago and has known her for years. She's just uh, an awesome person. I don't, I don't see her on the call, but uh, the whole team is just awesome. Great partnership. Send Absolutely swag. Partnership. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, with that said, I would like everybody to meet Nate Weaver, uh, Director of Product Marketing at ThoughtSpot. Nate, thank you so much for joining us today, sir. Happy to be here. Thank you. All right. Turning it over to you, my friend. We're gonna, gonna we're say, gonna go behind. Run the away with it. <laughs> uh, quick time check. How long? How long can you give me today? You you'll got you got until about forty minutes. Thirty-five forty about minutes. 40. Yeah, yeah quarter hour is where we start. Although we chewed up four of them. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll take thirty, and then let's just have some uh, Q and A time here at the end because I mean pretty quickly through a lot a lot of content. And Nate, we're going to go off camera so that people focus on you, not on us. Yeah. So that's good. we're going to say, hand it to you and say goodbye. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> so I can go ahead and share my screen, I assume. And then I will just run with this, guys. I want to do a, a bit of a brief introduction. Um, so I've been in analytics basically my whole career, going on about 18 years now. And I would represent typically anyone on your team, you know, an analyst a data engineer, solutions architect. Uh, I was never a DBA, but I've worked with my fair share. Um, touch tools like business objects, MicroStrategy, Click, Tableau, Power BI, Domo, few others, and then have uh, landed at ThoughtSpot because I too had that, that aha moment. I couldn't believe how easy ThoughtSpot was the first time that I saw it back in 2018. And, uh, I was kind of enamored by a couple things that have kind of gone sideways in the analytics industry. And I feel like I've seen a little bit of everything, you know, where business leaders want a one-off question answered. And if it's not in that data model, you know, that we happen to have already set for a dashboard, we have to go and bury ourselves in, in going through the laborious process of grabbing the data, making sure it's certified uh, or accurate and then pushing it through to a report. Um, all the way from, as a director of analytics, my analyst having to go and hide in a remote office so that they could actually just get some work done because so many people would stop by their desk and ask for just another report, just another dashboard, remind me how to use this, you know? And this was all pre-thought spot. Um, the worst example that comes to mind is my C-suite calling me into their office to ask about the talent that we have on the team because they just didn't think that our analysts were up to speed or uh, were good enough. And it was absolutely not the analysts that were the problem, 
right? You guys probably experience a lot of this today. And the most common theme that I will go through today, I'm going to start going through a couple of things. I should have already had this on the screen, sorry. Um, a little bit about ThoughtSpot before I talk about how we solve the problem I've been outlining. Um, the ThoughtSpot founders simply wanted to find a better way to put data in the hands of more people. Pretty simple, right? Talking about self-service. The way they did that, the mechanism is a search bar. So it's very familiar. It feels like searching on Google or looking up something on Amazon or uh, setting up a Hulu account for the first time. Uh, it feels like a modern data app more than an analytical tool, which is kind of interesting. Um, and we've done that through building live analytics. So everything I'm going to show you today is live against cloud data warehouses. It doesn't matter if it's Snowflake, Google BigQuery, Azure Synapse, Redshift, uh, the list goes on and on, but no data movement. The data is going to stay where it was put, and we're going to live query against that. In the bottom right, you can see there's a lot of large customers. Every vendor you've ever seen has a slide with customers on it. So I'm going to go into detail later about some of these customers and how ThoughtSpot has truly moved the needle. This is the problem I was outlining earlier, right? Business user has a question. They go to an analyst. Analyst has to go to someone more technical than them. Even the data engineer sometimes has to get approval from the DBA to pull from a production system into another copy like an S3 bucket. And this process just goes on all the time. Just to deliver that one-off report, whether it gets used, no one knows. Uh, if it ever gets touched or viewed again, or if uh, it wasn't exactly what, you're, what the business was looking for, right? Because the requirements were not clearly defined. So enter frustration from all parties, right? So when I take you through that process, what ThoughtSpot does differently it get, is give access to all business users, all different roles, all different departments, uh, access to well-governed data for self-service through the search bar. We pretty much bypass a lot of the uh, multi-step process that I just outlined. And you'll see that as I go through the product a little bit. Now, I'm already halfway through my deck, by the way, guys. I, I don't believe in a lot of slides. I'd rather show you the product. But I am kind of setting the foundation for everything that, for the storytelling that I'm going to go into about our customers later. Um, this one, again, pretty self-explanatory. Uh, a lot of AI curated insights are something that many of our customers will tell you about, finding those hidden trends and anomalies and outliers and um, answering the questions that you didn't think to ask is probably the best way to put that. So I'll go through one more slide that kind of shows what ThoughtSpot looks like. And there are two versions, ThoughtSpot in the analytics world, um, search bar, ask your question, get an answer, move on about your day, and ThoughtSpot everywhere, which is our embedded application it's the same ThoughtSpot, but put into your intranet or your customer-facing portal or a web page. And then finally, what the UI kind of looks like. It is simply, again, that search bar to start with, but all of the normal analytic rules still apply, meaning you can right-click and drill down anywhere at any time without having to build 
a logical hierarchy. You can right click and auto analyze, let Spot IQ uh, do the heavy lifting for you. Following and monitoring a metric, um, it kind of goes on, grabbing your mobile phone and, and asking, looking for uh, you know, an answer, uh, take it anywhere that you want, including offline mode, like in airplane mode. Um, and then of course, governance from a enterprise level security standpoint. This is of course important as we roll into the large enterprise customers that I showed you, they have the strictest requirements, right? Whether it be taking our software and deploying it on their own uh, virtual environment or cloud, or they use our SaaS products to simply connect to that governance and security are priority number one. The one tricky question that I have to answer all this time is, okay, Nate, well, ThoughtSpot has a search bar, but so does uh, Tableau and Ask Data, and so does Power BI and Q&A. And ever since we became a leader in the Magic Quadrant a couple of years ago, now so do 10 other vendors in the space. They had to, right? ThoughtSpot truly moved the needle in the analytics industry. Where Gartner did talk about 21% user adoption failing by every uh, aspect, moved into 35% user adoption. And a lot of that was attributed to search, right? It's the UI that's different. It, it, it's a little bit disarming, right? It gives people a way to search their own data without having to go back to an analyst. So that's what I'm gonna focus on today. But how is ThoughtSpot different? Not only is our core foundation search and AI-based analytics, there's a couple of things that we've done that are not only patented, but critically important under uh, behind the scenes. So the user experience is a search bar, you'll see that. Uh, we call that guided search because it will auto-complete your question as you're typing it with row level security in mind, right? So you can't search something you should not be able to see. That guided search is kind of like if you use Gmail today and it auto-completes your sentence for you, right? It just kind of like moves you right along. That's what ThoughtSpot feels like. It feels very guided. Our query engine was built from the ground up with three core tenants in mind, speed, scale, and complexity. And we prove this in the enterprise every day, larger scale than others, very fast rendering times or simply the speed to get to an insight which is what our customers love and then complex data models being able to do things that you technically could not do in another tool because it would grind it to a halt it would be too slow to be usable in your everyday life that's why it does that with ease and then finally the uh modern cloud architecture that I've kind of been talking about a little bit. Born in the browser, no desktop install, uh, very easy to connect and start live querying against your data. So with that said, let's jump right into it. This is the ThoughtSpot homepage. What I have on my screen is a collection of all of the uh, content that I have access to per my data security rights. Uh, this means, uh, live boards as we call them because they're dashboards against live data that i have been given access to uh, answers or reports that i've saved data models that i can search against and i will start this from a day one perspective the easiest thing is typing something in natural language like uh what were sales 
I don't know, by product type, um, even if I misspell it in, I don't know, 2021. So you can see it's already auto-completing that because I've searched for this in the past. It remembers me as a user. And so when I do that, it's actually gonna do a content search very quickly. And it's gonna start matching not only the attributes and the measures out of the data model, but the titles that were saved. And I can actually preview those to understand and, and look at quickly, is this what I'm looking for? You'll notice here that this was already kind of cached in a way. We have not sent a query off to my cloud data warehouse at this point. So no credits being consumed yet. Now, if this is exactly what I'm looking for, and I'd like to dive a little bit deeper, then I can click into it and now it is sending a query and it's gonna return live results. It just started opening that live board where this answer exists. Um, <laughs> hey Mike, funny comment. Um, but the reason it's actually taking a couple seconds right now is it's actually personalizing this experience for me, for Nate. Uh, so given the login that I am using, um, it's going to take the longest amount of time to render the very first time that I run this today. And then when it does that, it's going to start giving auto recommendations for me specifically. So let's give that just a second. And so what you see is explore this data off to the right. Here's the visualization that was saved. Normal rules apply. Again, remember I told you earlier that you can right click and you can drill down anywhere at any time, like going down from jackets into the individual products. You can see it's getting drastically faster now that I have kind of woken it up. Um, it knows that I am always searching against the West Coast, so it's recommending that as a filter. That recommendation will be different for you or other users because ThoughtSpot's always learning about the user itself what I've searched in the past, what my data level security rights are, uh, a little bit of crowdsourcing, meaning what are other people that have access to the same data set asking so that it can kind of help me learn as well. I can continue adding if I want, like, uh, I don't know, adding quantity purchase. That's a really good recommendation. Now I have sales and the quantity in one visualization and then I could continue working with it, right-click, drill down to the underlying data if I want, or I could go ahead and kick off Spot IQ, that AI machine learning algorithm side of the world that's going to do all the drilling and slicing and dicing for me to uncover those hidden anomalies and trends. Now, this is simply the end user experience, right? On day one, just I wanted to quickly look for the answer of how sales were doing last year. Here's my answer. I can move on about my day because I can't, uh, if I don't have the rights, I can't save this, right? If I hit the X button, it goes back to the last save point where someone created it. And now I am back to a live board where I can see all the other metrics on this particular sales performance live board that I have access to. Okay, so that's content search against a live board, right? Simply asking an answering question, going deeper than just what was delivered the first time, right? So truly ad hoc, even off of content that's already been created. But what if I want to search on my own? I can go straight to search data. Let's start with something very, very simple. Search sales by region, right? Common question, uh, easy question, generates an easy answer. And 
it will choose a best fit visualization to do that. But we all know the end users questions are a little bit more complex typically. What if I wanna see this year versus last year as an example? So comparing two things. So now I have uh, a measure and an attribute or uh, you know, a dimension. And then I've got my filter that is now being added. So here's my answer. But what if I wanna see that broken down? Thoughtspot has keywords that are built into the system. And again, you can already see this AI recommending month of year, like break this down so I can see it on a trend line. So I'm gonna select that. That's probably exactly what I want to see. And so this is again, the end user experience deciding to search against their own data so that they can ask and answer their own questions. Now I can of course change the visualization if I want. Maybe this will make it a little bit easier to read or understand how we compare versus last year. And it's worth noting again, that this is against live data. This happens to be on Snowflake. So when I interact with the data, it's gonna send a SQL query that was auto-generated out to Snowflake in this example, return the results. You can see it's happening in about what, two seconds per click. So it's extremely fast, even though this data is surprisingly uh, large. Now, of course, I can continue working with this however I want. There's a lot of menu items for analysts or for end users to, uh, to use if they would like to. And then the third one that I, I kind of like to show every time is that query details that I just mentioned. So I, a SQL query is being written for me based off the question that I'm being asked and it's being sent out. This is a quick explanation of that. Um, this kind of helps to prove that the query is accurate and show how ThoughtSpot got to the answer. So it only needed these couple of uh, fields out of two tables that were automatically joined together from all of my data to produce that answer. Hence why it's so fast. This is our query engine at work. Now, if I would like to see the actual SQL statement that is being generated and sent out to my cloud data warehouse, here it is. Pretty small, pretty lean, pretty light, fast for a reason. Um, so with that said, that's a great example of a pretty common uh, journey for an end user, very light on the training perspective to come in and ask and answer their question. Now it's important to kind of go into detail about one fact. And, and I kind of talked about searching against all of your data. Now this is one particular subject area. This one happens to be all of my retail data. And although there may be three different data sources that are connected to this, and I may have pulled 12 or 15 tables, you can see here's all the things that I have access to. It's very clean. It's easy to understand. It's in the language of the business, right? So what, we, what I typically call this is I am searching, I'm doing self-service against well-governed data. Someone created this sandbox, this playground for me using a worksheet. A worksheet is the middle layer where an analyst typically would live to create that sandbox or that playground for the end user. Um, a lot of times what will happen is they will pull in tables 
from different data sources. You can see where those are joined here. This one is about as easy as it comes, right? I have a sales fact table and a couple of dimension tables, and that's all that's needed for this very lean, very uh, you know, easy kind of worksheet. Friendly labels, um, multiple synonyms can be added. So this is again, translating the data from how it's stored in the database into the language of the end user, giving them flexible search terms to ask the way that they want to, but still getting an accurate answer. And then inside this UI, I can do other things like add currency symbols or uh, the automatic geocoding feature that will put it on a map if I ask something by a region. Now, before I move away from this, let's jump back over to Spot IQ. Right, six minutes ago, I asked that question about what were where was I? Uh, sales and quantity last year in the Western region, right? Was pretty much what I was interacting with. And so what it did was it went down and it said, this is why that one bar that you clicked on was larger than all of the others, right? Had you kept right clicking and drilling down, you would have seen that Clark County is up 31% or takes up 31% of this new number. And if I continue scrolling down, it'll give me more and more answers. So this typically is uncovering hidden anomalies, outliers. Uh, there's some segmentation. Uh, there's a couple other algorithms th that are being used. And if it's something that you don't really care about or not interested in, you can always thumb down, which is giving feedback, meaning you can custom tailor the analysis to only things you care about. So that's critically important because everything in ThoughtSpot is learning as you go. It's getting better with time per the individual user. Now I'm going to cancel that because I kind of like to keep it <laughs> uh, in my future results. Okay, so that's basic search off of a simple data set. But it's worth noting that a lot of our enterprise customers will again buy ThoughtSpot for speed, scale, and complexity. So here's a complex data model. This is four different fact tables, meaning four different data sources being joined together by common dimension tables. So in the more technical language, this is multiple fact tables joined together by many to many joins. So this is the kind of data model that would typically grind another tool to a halt. Uh, I have really struggled with this in my past as a director of analytics with or as an analyst working in other tools that were designed really for one fact table and they could handle about 500 million rows uh, per data set, let's call it, right? Well, ThoughtSpot blows that, that whole idea out of the water. So let me share three quick examples of speed, scale, and complexity. It's a little bit out of order, but I'll start over here with uh, scale. 15,000 users at British Telecom or BT. Um, it's a pretty large number, right? That are actively in ThoughtSpot doing a search. This is actually their end customers. So using a uh, ThoughtSpot Everywhere example of exposing their data out to their customers. From a uh, scale and speed perspective, Hulu, and this is a little bit uh, outdated. It's now over 450 billion rows that they are searching against so that they can see every click that an end user is doing to custom tailor an or uh, you know an algorithm 
which makes my Hulu uh, profile more personalized than, uh, than other family members. It's a very large amount of data, right? <laughs> Comparing 450 billion rows in ThoughtSpot versus four to 500 million rows per data set, another tool. And then third, uh, complexity. Now, HP has grown through acquisition, of course. That's how they ended up with so many other BI tools that they finally went through a project of deciding what can be turned off and what licenses can be saved. And their ThoughtSpot environment is very large. Uh, 5,000 internal users, but this 25 distinct use cases is important here. This is, think about it like 25 different departments. But one thing that they are taking advantage of is that complex data modeling. They are doing data models that they could not do in their prior tool sets. Hence why they had grown owning so many BI tools, simply trying to solve that problem. So three just kind of quick examples. Now, you did see me talk about ThoughtSpot everywhere, embedding the ThoughtSpot UI into other uh, tools. So I'll kind of focus here on the developer environment for ThoughtSpot everywhere. We can take the individual search bar and embed it into an intranet, an individual visualization or entire live board into a customer facing portal, or we can even do things like custom actions where we can change how the menus work, right? On a right click or adding new buttons to the UI. So let me show you what an example of that looks like. This is a completely bespoke, unique environment utilizing ThoughtSpot everywhere. This is just JavaScript, right? Any web page ever. When I click on an analyst profile, it will go to a little bit more custom environment. Some nice descriptions at the top, letting me know what's going on here. Uh, different menu than you would have seen in a ThoughtSpot environment, because a lot of this is, uh, again, custom. Now, when I click on conversion details, that is it now going to render ThoughtSpot data and search into this embedded environment. Conversion details is something that our customers like, might use to target a particular list uh, for, let's call it marketing, as an example. So in this example, simple row and column uh, grid report, and 284 customers that are going to be targeted. Now, of course, this is ThoughtSpot, so I can continue asking other questions. I'll just use the keyword 18 or type in the number 18. And there's exactly what I was looking for. I wanted to go for one particular age group or demographic. So it will refine that list for, for me, for Nate. Now, out of 284, it was just refined to 39 customers. That's perfect. Now I want to target those customers. I want to do a campaign, uh, like an email that's targeted to only those 39. So I can create a segment. I can actually load this back into uh, Snowflake if I want. So that's right back. Or I can open these 39 customers in another tool, like in this example, HubSpot. And it doesn't have to be those two. I could uh, send this off to Slack to you know, collaborate with other end users. I could uh, push it into Google Sheets or open my email application or Sky's the limit. And there's a very long list that you can see if you go to uh, ThoughtSpot everywhere and look through that homepage. That's an example of what we call a custom action. That part is critical. 
Because in the analytics world, what's happened over the last two decades is, um, well, one, I'll touch on the self-service part that Mike mentioned earlier, right? I remember 20, 2008, let's call it, uh, using MicroStrategy and Click at the time. Um, moving into 2012, I also was in a Microsoft environment for five years. And all three of those tools were talking about self-service. What they really meant was for the analyst, for the technical user, because they were all critically uh, or overly complex for the end user, for the business user, right? Hence everyone coming back to me as an analyst to create another report. The other thing that's happened in our industry is people have been consuming reports and dashboards. Then when they finally get to that answer they're looking for, they have to take action. There's a next step, right? What are they gonna do with the data that they just got? Most often than not, what is that? It's exporting it to Excel to do whatever, who knows what, right? And that's where a lot of uh, data discrepancy uh, come into play. That's where a lot of data gets messed up and uh, ends up being wrong. So custom actions is us taking that next step through an integration point, right? Me finding an answer in ThoughtSpot, getting a list of 39 customers, moving that automatically through API framework into um, you know, another tool so that that action can be taken. This is a wildly successful, well-adopted feature in ThoughtSpot everywhere that customers have been waiting to do for years uh, in the industry. I'm really happy uh, to see that really working out. Now, I kind of want to talk you guys through the data and how things work. So I talked about worksheets earlier and I'm doing a quick time check quickly. Um, so there's a couple things. One, you've got your normal connections, connect to your cloud data warehouse, choose your tables and your fields that you want. ThoughtSpot actually has a UI to help uh, build those into the worksheet UI that I was talking about. One thing that I should have shown earlier, and I will try and show you that again very quickly here. When I go to the data tab and I go to a worksheet, which again is that middle layer where every, all the data is kind of joined together for me. It kind of helps, helps me create that data model. Search Assist is a way that you can create preloaded questions for an end user. So the very first day that they get access to ThoughtSpot, it'll take them through a guided tour and it'll walk them through these five, in this example, four different questions or lessons that are built off of your own data. So this is context aware. It's going to introduce the data set that they have access to and show them how to use it. So this is a really uh, kind of cool feature that's, uh, that's kind of inherently kind of built in. Um, now, I kind of want to walk you guys through uh, what one of the more modern UIs look like. This is a spot app. A spot app is a pre-built uh, series of, of, of live boards and answers and worksheets that have a specific um, purpose. In this example, it's going to create content for me automatically that's going to help me to understand my credit consumption and my performance. This one happens to be on Snowflake. So it's gonna be a guided tour. It's gonna to ask me to enter my credentials, right? It's going to have me do a little bit of a mapping exercise because the pre-built content is looking for these five tables. If my Snowflake environment, as an example, has been modified, 
I choose that mapping, both at the table and the field level, it will automatically kind of populate these all this pre-built content with uh, with your own data. And so now that I'm in this new UI, you can see a couple things that I didn't show earlier. Got a new KPI style here that kind of is letting me see where how things are trending up and down over time. I have this monitor feature where I can subscribe to a metric or I can create something new, like set a threshold to only let me know if the number happens to go over 5,000. I'll add a couple of new people here. And then when I create that, um, the thing that I really like that we're doing in today's world is I'll pull over Slack. <coughs> you can see that this has pushed that alert into Slack for me automatically so that we can collaborate with the team. So I'm being alerted when I want to be. I'm being uh, alerted where I want to be. And then I can continue collaborating with other end users or simply just click to go right back into uh, ThoughtSpot if I want. I want to be sensitive to our time. So guys, um, I'll, I'll pull everyone back in here. Um, if you like what you see, you want to give it a try, do the trial. It's very easy to get up and running with your own data. This is not like a pre-canned example. This is literally the ThoughtSpot software that you will connect to your own data and you'll start asking and answering your own questions. You can do anything you want in there within 30 days. And it just kind of allows you to, uh, to try it you know, there on your own. Ooh, that was a lot. That was a lot. And uh, how long did that take? That was good. Did, did I go well, long? No, you no, nailed it. No, you got, you got a bunch of time. Yeah. Well done. So, uh, you know, I absolutely um, am amazed on several of the things. The thoughts about anywhere, everywhere, right? I keep saying mm. anywhere. Sorry about it that. It could be anywhere as well. But it's yeah. also everywhere. But everywhere is anywhere. possibly anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that element. I love I love the darn did you know insights. You know, I mean, yeah. those were some of the key things. Um, and I love how you guys are continuing to um, um, engineer new capabilities in the product. Right? A lot of things, and I will touch on that. A lot of things are, you know, our, our roadmaps driven by our customers. What mm -hmm. things have they liked uh, in other tools that they would like to see us continuing to build? So, of course, we do. We're on a monthly release cadence at this point for our cloud. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, we are just, we're growing so fast. It's nice to see the engineering behind everything, making ThoughtSpot just better with every release. Yeah, and using ThoughtSpot Cloud I think is, is so cool. I mean, you know, when we um, we do a lot of um, partnering with you guys when you sell new licenses to customers, you know, mm -hmm. to get them activated or to take them through an acceleration process, and and the ThoughtSpot Cloud deployment is it's just man, it's just it's easy, right? It's effortless. yeah, yeah. It takes a couple of minutes to get spun up. It's pretty really pretty incredible. Database connections, authentication. Uh, criteria and you're up and running very cool yeah well nobody's we having any questions i'm confused i don't it, it's pretty easy stuff <laughs> you know what i mean okay. either i bored everyone to death and they, <laughs> or i made it look so easy that i covered everything <laughs>
Well, Truly V3 truly um, lends to analytics for all. That's mm -hmm. another thing that's cool. And yeah. um, we are going to be having a thought spot hands on in the future. Mm -hmm. um, and also there they have a, a Kaylee is talking about a big event down in Vegas user event. If anyone mm -hmm. would like to attend, we're all going to be down there. Yep. Mm -hmm. Beyond 2022 is coming up. So make sure you yeah. go to what sounds like it's going to be an amazing conference and yeah, I'm looking uh, forward some to good that. party and too just at the right time when the world is opening back up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. At the wind yeah. too. You guys really it's stepped taken, up. Yeah, it's taken two attempts to make this happen, but this year is our year. Uh, I, think, awesome. I think we're finally going to be back in person and we're all incredibly excited. This is a, Beyond's a great example of all of our customers on stage talking on our behalf. It's a really cool conference where you just hear it from them. It's not another commercial. It's not a sales pitch. It's what did they do? Why did they do it? Why ThoughtSpot? Right? Right. They go through their architecture, the problems they had experienced uh, growing up to three, four, five, eight other analytics tools, and then finally ThoughtSpot. Um, so it, it, it's a great event if you can attend. Yep. And if I you can't, it's recording. Yeah. I'm looking forward to being there. And thanks so much. You're going, what, what Mike? Are you going to wear, wear all your thought spot bling? Chris would like you to wear your starburst bling. To, I'm going to get my leader hose and then put my thought spot uh, socks on. Great. Mm -hmm. Good. I think I'm going to cancel my flight. I don't want to see that one. <laughs> hey, then, Vegas is a big place. You can avoid them if you want. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Nate. That was awesome. Great well done, job. Thank you. Did I say bad? I'm with Nate. Bad for me. Well, we're going to. All right. Thank you. We got the, the last one is coming up next. This day is flying by, honestly. It, it is. is. It really is. So uh, coming up next, which is our closing session, we are going to hear from Stream Sets, which is a uh, um, Tech Matters Marathon first timer. Yeah, yeah first newcomer. Timer. You know, Kaylee and Julie, partners, I got to tell you, you did a great job queuing up the technology that covers the end-to-end -end life cycle of, yeah. of modern data and analytics. Um, capabilities. Excellent well, thanks, job. Mike. Yep. Technology thanks. does matter. All right. Let's go fill our coffee cups. That's one it. more time. One, one more round. My, you guys, you long haulers, stay with us. We, we'd, right. we'd love to have you. Yeah. Thanks. One more time. All right. We'll, we'll be, be back right in a few. Thanks, okay. everybody.